Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. My God, I look like a full amoeba. Amoeba. Where am I? Is, is amoeba? And my face is so swollen, you can't see my features. Oh my god! Is, is amoeba disgusting? A big thing? They're an like amoeba? a is, is it like, like a blob, flubbering jellyfish? I thought amoeba was just more like a sort of stringy little worm, a bit like me. My physical. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I'll you? get a picture of it. Um, Peter, Peter sends me if I ever send a selfie to him without makeup. <laughs> oh my god, he's so horrible. I mean, to be fair, Lisa, I don't look much better, and I've not got the excuse that I'm literally yeah, having a baby next yeah, week. You look really bad. Yeah, <laughs> terrible, in fact. I just had some. I had some haggis chocolate just now. Ew. Oh yeah, I saw that, and I thought that looked absolutely mingball. So what I gave it a swerve. Who thinks he? Why do people exactly. do this? Like that's not going to be a mass market proposition. But why just, would you waste your MPD cash on that? No, um, no one knows what MPD means. Um, new what does MPD mean? New product, new product development. development. Oh, new product development. Come on, Luke. What's the matter with you? I didn't I know think that. This podcast needs a bit of M- new product development. Yeah, it needs a bit of MPD. Well, it is. When you when you are that baby, we're going to be developing a new guest. Thank you very much. Um, yes, it was horrible, and uh, I won't be finishing it. I married a twin. We are the podcast that chats all things families. I'm married to one twin, best friends with the other. I'm Luke Kemner. I'm joined by my wife. Alana McFlow's having a bit of coffee. Oh, that's disgusting. I'm just joined by my wife. Um, Alana McFarlane Kemner and my sister in law. Lisa the Whale Bardell. Lisa the Whale Bardell. I was looking to <laughs> fart or something, but Lisa Bardell. Um, hello, here we are. We're back. We're all very busy and tired and delighted to be with you all again. Thank you so much for all your feedback this week. It's been a joy to read. We're glad you are enjoying all of our breakdowns at once. Um, <laughs> I, am, I was like, a lot of people have messaged to say that they're binging it, and I think... Christ, I thought a couple you were hours say, of the three of us, like four or five hours of the three of us. Wow. That's I thought you were going to say, quite a lot of people have been messaging that they're quite worried about us. <laughs> um, As well, like, all... uh, uh, binging it must seem like what a journey, because like, we, 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 like, we were quite held together humans on episode one, and then by the end of it, Luke's having a meltdown. Uh, 
Oh, I'm oil. good now. I'm good. You guys are having the breakdowns now. I'm fine, honey. Flying, uh, flying, and uh, flying the flag in London's glittering West End, honeys. Um, Lisa, you go first. I always talk about myself first because that is the most important person in my life. Um, Lisa, how are you feeling? We are ticking down them days now. We're on yes. days and not weeks now. We're well, on unless days. you go over, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got, I'm organised, so I've got everything now. Um, but I feel like if people did that too far in advance, like you'd be bored by now. But um, I'm still working, obviously working from home, but I have consigned myself to the postcodes that I now live in. Okay, um, that's so good. So that's good. Um, and I've been having sort of like early contraction things. Braxton that are Hicks? actually bloody painful. Like, is that, what, is that what that is, Braxton Hicks? Well, the Braxton Hicks ones are like the ones on the side where they, they're not really sore. And then you can get like profondal ones that's like the mm. sort of weak. Lisa, have you been on Google? A few days before. Yeah, I have. Yeah, um, can I tell you something? Every time I hear the term Braxton Hicks, I first of all think of Tony Braxton, the R&B singer from the 90s. was me. Yeah. And then I just sort of think Braxton Hicks just sounds like an R&B singer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god you heard that new track by Brexton Hicks oh yeah it's a banger man um, I also just think like they just put the, these names on things to make like your body's obviously getting ready to eject a massive baby so you're going to be you know it's going to have to do a bit of a warm up but yeah I'm just I, uh, I'm quite proud of my type A personality body like we're doing full rehearsals we're doing a dress rehearsal oh my god here we go well even I'm excited now yeah lovely <laughs> very <laughs> nice when's the tech <laughs> When's the sixth well, probe? Speaking of the tech, I have actually got all um, these fake candles that flicker like candles and a little oh. disco ball. Um, so Peter and I will be doing a tech rehearsal this evening, a labour tech rehearsal. Are you going to have um, that in my... the... Is that the idea? Is you going to put those in the ward, in the, in well, the room? Well, it's more in the house. I'm going to try and do some at, at home. home. Yeah. So you, you know how to flick on your little tea lights. And what else have yeah. you got? Uh, a little disco light that Alana gave me, just in Lovely. case you want to. I was wondering yeah. where that was. I was going to take it on the hen do this weekend. It's all right. It's you more needed. You've it got one. You've got one in you. that room. I basically just have all of Alana's stuff that Alana wanted to do in the birth centre that I probably won't get to do either. Yeah. So I'll go out the window. Um, but like Alana's little tank top, Alana's little disco light. <laughs> I'm just reliving the birth that could have been. I know. Yeah, for the pool. Oh, yeah. And only so you've got it all to come, but Luke and I are extremely excited about our nephew being born. Every time I see a little baby, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm actually quite excited. This morning we were watching videos of Ari, which isn't unusual for us. Um, but with Ari. When she was <laughs> With Ari. When she was, she was going, she was going, that's you. That's you. Because yeah. obviously we were saying you. that's you to her. She was going, Aww. baby. And we were going, that's you. And she was like, that's you. I was like, no, 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 it's you. Yeah. That's Ari. <laughs> that's you, baby. That's you. Um, but it was getting us very excited. I held my friend's baby at the weekend, and I mean they are small. And it's the head. But you just forget Ari was that she was tiny. I know it's the I, head. I also it's, love the, how it's the head going. Whoom. You're like ah oh, fuck. We're painting Ari out to be the cutest thing ever about the baby, which she is. But two things: Alana also taught her to say Lisa Bath Whale. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in the bath the other day, oh. I just going, Lisa, whale bath. Oh. <laughs> and then she was trying to copy me lying down the bath. And then she was practicing on her baby what she would do with Bear. I refused yeah. to give it a kiss and then chucked it away. <laughs> yeah, she just chucked him on the floor. <laughs> she was like, looks no. like, kiss it on the head. And she just went, no. 
and chucked him on the floor. No. No, she's she doesn't like woman. to be told what to do the last day. I wonder where she gets that no, from. No, I wonder where she gets yeah. that from. Um, anyway, how are you, Alana? You've been in and out of town on the hitching trains. Yeah. Um, how am I? I actually don't know. I'm good. Um, yeah, you I've did been a personality sort of test. Oh, oh yeah, personality test. Oh my god, yeah. I Do you have one? It was, is it binary? You've got one or you've not? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder whether we should do all do a personality test and then discuss it. Yeah, let's we? do it. I won't, yeah. I won't say anything about it and let's just reveal oh, next well, week if Lisa's still here. Blood and birch. Um, no, I actually came out as an extrovert, <laughs> which is probably right. <laughs> um, no, it was very interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Um, I am going to Marbella tomorrow on a hen do, so I'm hoping what? that my nephew is not going to arrive when the I'm carbs away. carbs before marbs. All the carbs before marbs. Get your fibre in. I love marbs. how you've gone like full marbs and you've bought a lipsy dress. Yeah. Have that you? is like oh full God. 100% marbs. You'd like... Anna yeah, bought a swimming costume with like ruffles, like a oh, bandeau, wow. but like Why ruffles. do you buy all this stuff when I'm not coming on holiday with you? When I go on holiday, it's like going on holiday with my nan. <laughs> and you've actually like bought some sexy stuff to wear with all your pals. It's Great. Not sexy. It's long sleeved. Oh, long sleeve can be sexy. We need to normalise yeah, yeah. sexy long sleeves, honey. <laughs> anyway, I'm very excited. Excellent. Um, can we um, talk about but, me now? Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. um, so That's good. By the way, Lisa, that's when I started crying at the overture. Did you? What, the overture? Oh, that bit. All right, you were you're crying by then. Oh, well, that's good to know. We all got told up because at the beginning of the show, like we're all convicts, like on a boat, rowing this boat. And we got told... I didn't realise that was Luke, that Luke was in that bit. Yes, I'm very much in the background of that bit. That's not my. That's my ensemble track, which I do for the first 25 minutes of the show, and I'm integral. Thank you very much. I have a character uh, and a backstory. You're welcome. Those little arms can't be pulling the boat very far. And <laughs> uh, very much guiding the direction of the boat. Well, you're the, the you're the captain. Um, I, we got told off for uh, whooping. <laughs> Because, like, in the dress rehearsal, like, the music started. Because it was the first time we'd had the orchestra was in the mm. dress rehearsal. We'd always had a piano before that. And as soon as when we had the orchestra, we all started going, Woo! And then they, like, said to us before the show, they were like, um, can you make sure you don't whoop because the audience can hear it? And then it's just, like, a load of comic. All I do think that's going, very Woo! Oh, my God! Let's go, honeys! Yeah. You're yes. professional West End stars whooping at the overture. That's not cool. That's very amorous. Well, I know, but it's exciting, you know. Let the adrenaline run through the veins, honeys. Um, it was, yeah, listen, opening night was amazing. My second time I've opened in Les Miserables, and it was just as exciting as the first time. It was one of the best moments of my life. I would wow. say um, the bowing. Uh, so when we did the bows, come on, you get this big wall of sound um, cheering because of how good the audience thought I was. Uh, and it was just like, I just couldn't stop weeping and cheering. Like, and like the, the other cast members, few of them are like, or, or have already been in the show for six months. And they were like, it was like you were a fan and forgot you were on stage. And I was just like, Woo! I was like clapping everyone going, oh my God, you guys are brilliant. And I realised I was the only one clapping on stage. Um, but I loved it. I loved it. It was amazing. Well, you and were... everyone films it now. Everyone, like the audience members, like film the That's not the cool though, I don't think. 
Yeah, but it's only the bowels they do. Like, oh, right, I think okay. it's it's taking theatre into the modern day, where everyone films the bowels, and then they, so they sort of get their little moment of going, oh, do you remember I was there? And they, it's good, no one films throughout, not that we know of, and then they film the bowels, and then, uh, and then they will post it on social media, and it's great, you sort of get to see, like, oh, yeah, it's great. You get your affirmation and adoration that you deserve. Oh, knew that like, was oh. coming. Hey, listen, Willie the Whale. Shut your mouth, had a nice <laughs> night. Um, no, you were absolutely oh, and you, were born, really proud. you were born to play that role. Thank you. That's cute. Did your mum enjoy it? Yeah, she was very proud. Um, I forget how much Sonardi's in it. You just think it's Master of the House and that's it. But he's in it loads. Children's stuff from the sewers and all sorts, isn't he? I'm sure on stuff for them sewers. Yeah. Bargain, which real, the real, the bargain, which is the, you know, dear monsieur. No, that's no, not that bit. It's, I should know it by now. It's uh, when I'm trying to sell Cosette after Fontaine's brown bread. Um, and uh, what to do, what to say, shall you carry your treasure oh, away? Oh, All that stuff. oh, yeah, that's a banger, actually, um, that. It's a banger. Uh, I love it in the in the musical score. It's called the Bargain slash Waltz of Treachery. Um, so I enjoy the Waltz of Treachery. Um, and then uh, yeah, you have that. You have the you have the, all the bits in Paris where you go. Everyone here, you know your place. Bruchon, Babay, Claxou, um, and the wedding. Oh yeah. Have we discussed the fact that I was also in an amateur dramatic version of Les Mis? Um We haven't really. Who did you play? You old crone one. <laughs> I was a lovely lady. You were a lovely lady. I was a prostitute. Oh. And and how I old was, were you when you were playing a prostitute? Um, I'm going to say 14. Oh, God. <laughs> lovely That's trouble ladies. With these, and, this hmm. is the trouble with these young productions of Les Mis. And then it's like, oh, yeah, it's going to get all the little girls to be prostitutes. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. mad. <laughs> um... And, and and I'm guessing most people had no grasp of the story whatsoever. No, 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 no. They just liked on my own. Interestingly, though, obviously I've not seen it since I've had a child. So just like thinking of Fontaine having to give her daughter away. Changes. and Oh, my God, I was beside myself. I was so upset when I think I was like, I can't remember ever that touching me before. Did you cry at that moment when Fontaine died? Mm-hmm. I did yeah. when I watched it. I, 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 and I, I think as well, like, I think that I did an interview the other day like about Les Mis. And I oh, sort press. Of said, so you've been doing press for the show. Yeah, so, you know, just <laughs> doing the rounds and the, you know, the big papers, theatre direct and tonic dot com. <laughs> um, but I did that and uh, I sort of said, I think what I love about it, and I think why it's got such longevity, it's into its 39th revolutionary year, um, is that I think it's, <laughs> There's something different every time you go back to it. There's something different. Like for me, like when I was like six years old, the first time my mum explained to me, oh, you know, the bishop, he stole from the bishop. And then when he's caught, the bishop says, oh, no, he's meant to have that. And he's also, you forgot you were meant to have these candlesticks as well. And then all the police fight and he goes, but remember this, I bought your soul for God. You must do good with this. And I remember that hitting me so hard. I was like, oh, my God, what a brilliant bit of storytelling. But every time you go back, like you say, Alana, like, now the Fontaine death hits me in a different way because I'm a father. Um, so it's, um, yeah, it's it's a good show. I think it'll run. And, um, <laughs> it's got legs. It's got legs. I was just thinking, are you going to want to stay in it? Are they going to do a big do for the 40th? You might want to stay in. Well, tomorrow night, year. Thursday night, is the 15th, I don't know how you say this, 15,000th, do you say that? 15,000th yeah. performance of Les Miserables in London. 
All right. Well, that is quite a big. Mm. Yeah, I don't you... know. Maybe a cake. Do you think they'll get you a cake? I hope we get a cake. Yeah, okay. Usually there's sort of a cake in a picture. And the other exciting thing as well is that in the afternoon, Claude Michel Schoenberg, who uh, wrote Les Misérables, the musical, uh, was in, and um, which is always very, very exciting. Like because he's he's I think he might be nearly ninety now, but he sort of comes on stage. I met him before when I did the show before, but he comes on stage and sort of he was really he said like some lovely things and sort of said. You know, you're telling the story so well. Uh, do not take it too fast. Um, but he was, it's just, I just think moments are um, mad special. And like also what they've done around the backstage is they have like, you know, like programs from the original production with Michael Ball and stuff like that and all lots of memorabilia or really reminded of the history of the show. And I don't know, I love all of that. It yeah, feels very amazing. special. Have you told yourself in drama school that... Um, that you would have been going into Les for a second time... You'd be like, w- sorry, what? Well, well, Alana said to me... Well, my the, range cope. The, the, Is my range my there? My range, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, you don't have to worry. Someone, the, the MD said to me the other day, goes, oh, don't worry about tonight, yeah. It's often non-singers who get cast. Oh, right. Um, but Alana Good. said to me on the morning, she was like, oh, it's the morning of your West End debut. And then she went, oh, well, you know, if, um, if I'd have told you, you know, if you'd have told yourself when you were 18 that you were going to play lead role, how would you have felt? And I was like... I'd have felt, is it really going to take me until I'm 36? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be I thought I'd be a millionaire by yeah, then. I know, exactly. Um, but uh, anyway. Guys, I've got a question. It's, it's a curveball and it's not oh on the script, but it's been coming up oh God. quite a lot. Oh God, she's off piece. Uh, oh God, she's going off piece. Well, I was speaking to your mum about your nan. Your nan obviously is, you got a ripe old age and, you know, we were sort of discussing 92. like what, yeah, like what, and she's a bit like, you know, all my friends are dead, blah, blah, blah and, you know, what am I doing? Oh, and God, then I was at, all my no, friends, I was at, my friends, don't ask yes, me don't ask that bit. Me. I was at a conference about longevity and, you know, they were asking the audience if you, what age would you want to live for, you know, um, right now? And, you know, people were saying 80s, 90s, but then what age would you want to live for if you were as healthy as 25? For when you were like nineteen, so you'd stay as healthy as twenty five. You'd stay as healthy as you were at twenty five, but you would still age in terms of knowledge, blah blah. blah. And it was just a quite an interesting question, and I didn't really know the answer to myself. And then I thought, I wonder what Luke and Lisa would say because what they would say would really affect me, because obviously, can't make your own choice. Uh, I wouldn't want to be alive with everyone dead, like my pals. Oh, that's a good Um, point. But you'd have your kids. Your kids would be alive. Yeah, but I think that there's a time. When, yeah, you know, I just think your Time kids to don't go. want you kicking about when you're, you know, your great, 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 great grandkids and you're there talking about dial up internet. Bye bye. I just wanted to ask because it was a family based question, you know. No, I like it as a question. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm thinking I like it myself. As a I, I, I don't, yeah, I think like there's that sort of thing, like, you know, how long do you want to live for? I, mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I want to. I feel like I want to live to like like how old Valjean gets to, <laughs> you know, like seventy odd. Um, I, I feel like sing. I, I can still sing and do a dance or two. Yeah, well, I just want to see my kids grow up, and I want to see and I want to I want to see their kids grow up. So I feel like sort of like ninety, and then someone right, put the hand yeah. on the shoulder and go, "Time to go." And then I, go, I also think even right, if your body was twenty five, your body was twenty five and you felt good, like you must get like mind fatigue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, they were actually saying that the, even if even if the the long like people lived longer, the suicide rates would be higher. 
Uh, this is th- this is what they, this is what they were talking about. So scientifically, keep it light, guys. I know. Sorry, I know, we're I know, getting. Well, we start. We did start off with quarantine. I know we are scientifically. Obviously, we're getting healthier and healthier and living longer and longer. And it will be that. It will be that. Will probably be one of the many factors. Also, um, look, like think how grumpy you'd be in ninety. Wow, <laughs> look how much it's escalated wow. in the past oh, twenty episodes. You. Mm, I merely, I merely play it up, uh, but you are a miserable bitch. Um, no, uh, so many people have met text me saying, "Is Luke really that grumpy?" I'm like, "Yeah, you should see him <laughs> huffing and puffing before. You should see him huffing and puffing before he sets his makeup. It's an absolute joke." No, 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 no. You said this last week about oh, you get all grumpy with the set. I'm not saying my my mic sorted. I get grumpy because you two have been uh, bearing in mind being radio DJs, and you sit, you get onto the podcast, <laughs> and you go. <laughs> Is that all right? Is that all right at this level? Oh, right. Oh, oh. Okay, right. Sorry, I'm late. Oh, God. Right. Oh, where's my... Oh, and... Uh, oh, am I talking into the back of the microphone? Am I talking into the right? <laughs> That's what I get annoyed at. And you're sitting there Sorry, I'm just eating the sweet. And I'm like... That's what I get grumpy at. I don't get grumpy at mine, because I come on 10 minutes early. This little lesson to you. Pop on 10 minutes early. Check Zoom doesn't need to be updated. And then um, you're ready to go. Some of us don't only work for three hours a night, hon. What did you say there? Oh, I cut out there. What, did what did you, did you miss that? What did you oh, say? Yeah, got I'm, I'm, I'm not repeating. Say it again. No, go on. It. What did you say? You have to say it. Come on, if you Some of us work more than three hours a night, hon. <laughs> oh my god! I've seen you have three-hour meetings about a fucking what colours should the bloody deck be so you can kiss my ass <laughs> I think this font's nice or oh, we better have a six hour meeting about the font kiss my fucking ass <laughs> okay so I dealt with that um <laughs> oh. hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I found a really good story, guys, um, about twins. Okay, yes. it's um, some twins who are training for the Paralympic Games in uh, uh, Paris. And um, I want to read you this story and see what, see what your thoughts are, right? This is from BBC News Northern Ireland. Uh, and it says, now, for most siblings, their uh, sporting rivalry never goes further than the backyard of their childhood home or last beyond their teenage years. But 28-year-old twins, Chloe and Judith McCombe, have taken theirs to the 
top level. The Northern Irish para-triathletes are hoping the competitive edge they share can push them towards Paralympic Games glory in 2024. The sisters have a form of albinism which affects their vision they took up the triathlon just over four years ago and uh, competing the ptvi category with their guides chloe and judith from claudy and northwest in the northwest of northern ireland recently received a thousand pounds bursary from the sports charity the mary peters trust in partnership with hughes trust to help is there them a sparks on notes version of this <laughs> is <that what? laughs> Sparked notes version of the you I, I, Well, if you'd had read the story beforehand, we wouldn't need to explain it again. Um, <laughs> this is to in say a nutshell, they... look would be fantastic. <laughs> God, you're quite you're Family's vicious. commentary on how proud they are. They're vicious. Um, okay, well, what these girls are doing is something really important in life. Um, take note: two twins from Northern Ireland, and they're they're going to the Paralympic Games now. When they first, they didn't really think they were very good at sport. They first met when they were involved in the power rowing team um but they weren't very good at that and then they're twins and they've just met oh yeah <laughs> well, this is what i was reading the fucking story and then you interrupted me so i'll start paraphrasing try and make it quicker for you and i'll start making shit up um one has to question this journalist they felt listen they were rowing together when they met <laughs> out the womb right yeah, exactly. and then right they fell through. They weren't good at rowing, right? And then someone said, can you swim? Can you cycle? Can you run? And they were like, don't know. And then apparently they're really, really good at it. And the reason I wanted to talk about this story, because you two are twins, okay? And do you think having a sibling in the same industry makes you more competitive and accountable? There. Definitely. I think you it gives you someone up, you to... Two. Firstly, well done to these twins. Absolutely. I mean, well, well, you say well done. You didn't want to hear about the story a second ago, so... No, I did. I just wanted a distorted version of it. Oh, well, sometimes you've got to read articles. This is why journalism is dying. Carry on. Um, just ask ChatGPT. You should have asked ChatGPT just to give you it in short form. Anywho. Um, no, I think it's brilliant. I think training with a partner is... You're always going to um, get better results a for accountability b um they can obviously like um com compete well, encourage each other but also sort of compete against each other although female twins less likely to have a competitive streak against each other but they probably might have you know at least i have us against the world type thing which would drive them on they would drive each other on to get better I but guess. what do you think because for, for these girls because i read the article is they <sighs> talked about how they it's can be quite difficult if one of them's like four places behind the other one. Mm. Like, how do you think you would deal with that if you were a, a triathlete? Well, the height of our athletic career was, of course, the London Marathon. Um, and a good example of when one twin is doing better than the other. <laughs> um, Alana had to drag me over the finish line. Um, so I think that, you know, from a positive perspective, you've got that person there to support and push you on. But from a negative perspective, it's a very strange slash dangerous dynamic when your success depends on somebody else. I mean, I guess that's universal, like a relay team. You're letting the side down if you don't do it. But when you're directly compared, yeah. like you being on your A game is necessary for the person that you love most in the world caveat looking peter and mom and everyone else um for their success when you feel responsible for their success too that's a that's the difficult thing that i think but, as well uh, there was like that it, well, to take the london marathon as an example um you know i could have got a really good pb at 
at all the marathon, but I chose. Oh, no, what do you mean PB? It, it was the only time you'd before. run it. So yes, it probably well, was your per- personal best. Well, it would have been, but I, w- I could have got a good time, shall I say, because I did the 21 miles in a good time when I trained. But the, uh, like that wouldn't have been worth it for, what was I just going to leave you on the side of the road? No yeah, way. Yeah, but, okay, yeah, but say you're in, in the Olympics in Paris and it's like you've got a choice of gold medal and Lisa finishes fifth or no medal and you least well that cross the line to get okay. finish gold medal and Lisa finishes sixth, or yeah. you go and help Lisa out and you finish fourth and Lisa finishes fifth. She's going for gold. Look at her face. No, I think I would. I would, I would rather you won gold than me because I'd feel bad. What if you, you both don't win? Mm. I'd rather one of us win, obviously, but I would rather it was Lisa than me. Well, if- I would obviously be going. Go on ahead. Save yourself. Get the gold. Do it for us. I'll Do take the. Gl- I'll take half the glory anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No one People will think it's me on the street anyway. I don't care. I'll wear the medal. Go. <laughs> I think it's. Do you so think yeah, it's different actually, with twins than just like plain siblings? Because obviously you've got like Serena and Venus Williams. You've yeah. got Andy and Jamie Murray. And uh, yeah, I love doing Andy Murray. I guess because uh, you've got Reese James, Lauren James in the football. You've got Gary and Phil Neville in the football as well. Like, do you think like with just siblings, they just go, oh, that's your own, you know? Do you think Andy Murray's got that's oh, not my fault? Jamie's crap. I'll go myself. <laughs> It's a harder well, dynamic, I guess, isn't it? Because, like, at least with twins, it's fairer because it's more of a level playing field. So you probably, yeah. Like, I was thinking there was Tommy and Tyson Fury. Yes. Where, like, you know, you're never going to like. He's never going to be as good as Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is the best in the world by a country mile, and will be forever and ever and ever. So, like, maybe it's just nice knowing, like, oh well, I can't really ever compare. Mm-hmm. But and he made a choice to go into the same industry. Like we made a choice to go into the same industry. We could have been living different lives. Um, but I guess with twins, because you're you're compared even more because you're the same age, the same mm-hmm. level. You know, physically the same. Maybe yeah, physically the same. Well, not <laughs> not just I'm heavyweight champ right now. No, no, but. no you're not the lolly <laughs> twins at the moment. No. You, lolly you time. look like you've had lolly night every night recently. <laughs> 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 Too many lolly nights. Lolly nights. Lolly no, no, nights. she's pregnant. She's pregnant. Lolly nights. Lolly nights. No, but it's a good example, and I think as well, Alan and I talk about that a lot about how much we like really in life. The person that I most want to, um, I don't know if it's like impress, but work hard for is Alana. So if I wake up, I'm almost like a little bit scared if I haven't done something like, oh my God, she's going to shout at me. Or, so am I. Uh, or, yeah, exactly. But that's good because it's not like we just sort of push each other on, but mm. it does make it quite difficult. And you both work as well. You own the company together. You know, it's not even like you're in just the same industry. It's literally yeah. the company. Where I think, like, you know, if I'm truly honest with myself, would I like it if my sister wasn't in the same industry? Might be a little bit easier, you know, because then it's, you know, it's just like, this is what I do. And then, you know, my sister does her thing. Mm. I guess it's um, hard for um, in sport because someone has to win. Whereas at least if you're just in the same industry, you can both be doing really well. It's not yes, like you're going to yes. be competing for jobs. Whereas in sport, one person has to win. Yeah, definitely. Unless it's teams, obviously a team sport's different and you're in the same team, but like that must be hard. 
But I think even in the same, like, I, I also think it different what industries you're in, but I think even with couples, like people always say to me, oh, is Lana an actress? Is like, you know, because obviously I met her quite a few new people in uh, working in a new company. And they're like, oh, you know, what does Lana do? Is she an actor? And I'm always like, quite happy you're not. I know you did play Erica in, in Slice of Saturday Night and years ago. <laughs> Uh, at Telford, yes. We all know how many people. I knew Lisa would deck herself at that. Uh, we all know how many people are working from Telford. Um, but, um, but Alana once, Alana once came home to me and said, um, "I've decided." <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to say here? Yeah, Alana. She <laughs> came on once and she just went, "I've decided I want to play Elwood's Legally Blonde in the West End," and I was like. Right, the one that's been played by BAFTA and Olivier nominated uh, and winner Sheridan Smith at the moment. Yeah, I just, I, that's what I want to do. If I'd put my mind to it, I'd have done it. Uh, it doesn't help that I can't sing, but I'd have that, that and or act. But other than that... Excuse me, how do you know I can't act? Okay. I don't, well, I don't know for a fact. Do you want to start? Should we get you an acting agent? No, I've not got okay. the time. But if I wanted to, I could... Okay, great. That's uh, uh, the rest of the um, acting industry is hearing that most people can act if they just wanted to. Um, well, uh, I what was I saying? I think exactly. Like, if you're in a couple, been... No, I think if you're in a couple, I think it can sometimes be good not to be in the same industry. Yeah. It's not even about being competitive with each other. It's just, well, I think in acting is different because you just both don't need to have that stress on you. Like it's a different type of stress. We've also not like, talked about dynamics of parents being doing the same thing as their oh yeah, that's kids because like, you obviously like, it must be hard having a famous parent if you want to try and be because we spoke about this like when we obviously Lemez like Ari is showing signs that she's probably going to be quite good and we we obviously oh, I personally she's don't one, want she's two well no um, <laughs> um I don't want her to be in then I would prefer it if she wasn't obviously I want her to be happy and fulfilled and all that um but. <laughs> You know, I think that, I think that. that that's hard looking up to your parent or living up to your parents. Yeah. Or, I mean, it's happened a lot in sport, but it also just on on a completely different level. Like if you think of, you know, joiners or, you know, electricians, a lot of it is family businesses and, you know, it'll be like fathers and sons. It's just a really interesting. And p do people just go into it because they feel they have to, the pressure? Or it's like we met someone at a work thing last week and he runs a big family business and he's done that. And like, Lisa, you sort of asked the question, didn't you? Like, what is it like working? They're a massive family business. Mm. Like, what is it like? And he was like, oh, you know, it's got its pros and cons. So like working, just w working with family in general, not twins. It's just a really... Yeah, and having that pressure on you. Like, I know certainly Peter, like, you know, his dad got them out of where they are and sacrificed so much for them to, for him to have the life that he does mm. or the opportunities that he does. And I think mm -hmm. that, you know, he feels the pressure of that, um, a lot uh, and that's hard too whereas we just had like you know mum and dad were just sort of happy whatever we you know do what you want gals yeah and I, I think as well with that like sometimes with family business stuff it's like well this is what you'll do yeah you'll go to well, school exactly whatever, yeah or it's like you'll be part I'm of a doctor business. and you'll be a doctor yeah you know and yeah. people find it really difficult yeah. to say no to their we parents. could probably do a whole episode on that yeah oh my Parent god people love to listen to it um, <laughs> Um, okay, Look, we can prefer we prefer the whole podcast to be on about Les Mis, probably. Well. I was going to say, people are going to start to think that they've like tuned into 
Broadway World or something. The What's oh On Stage God. Award. I mean, if they want to interview me, I'm available. Who would you play if you were in Les Mis for the third time? I, I answered in a very funny way, actually. Thank you. I said Javert. But I said Stuart Clark is a magnificent specimen of a man. Would you? Yeah, I could. What are you talking about? Could you? Could sing it better than you could act it. Apparently. (laughs) Right for catch up. Who's making bread? So I've had another fail cup. So I tried oh, the, the the granary flour again, um, but then I tried it mixing with strong white flour. Anyway, it failed again. So I set up a group on Instagram with Panasonic and Alison's Flour. Oh I don't want to sponsor God. the podcast and asked them about the granary flour and what setting it should be on. And they replied and I was absolutely cheating. So um, I am... Um, Going to do that when I get You're back from Marbella. Dullest person I've ever met in my entire Thank life. Thank you. Thank you. Of all the people that you could access on Instagram, Taylor Swift, um, me, John Waite would be, you know, actual real bakers that he are friends with. Yeah, he'd tell me to do it on my own. He'd tell you to do it on your own. You went, well, and it still hasn't worked because you made another loaf the other day and it came out still. No, that was, that was pre- So have you used your, Instagram. have you used your new skills? No, because I need to buy more flour because of- I do worry that, <laughs> I do one. worry that you're not going to be able to extend from the white loaf with a couple of bits of cheese in I it. I know. We're not even there you yet. to extend yourself, it's really not gone well. It's not gone well. It's a massive fail. It started <laughs> off well. Even Ari's going, mummy's bread maker. Um, which is still being like used. That was always my worry. It's exactly. Still being used. Like, come on, we're not judging on the skill level. We're judging on if it's actually being. You're believed past your eleven plus yet. Is that oh. what you do in England? You need. You've. You know. know. You're not even at. I'm still level in toddler phase. Sometimes, Lisa, these are the moments when Take I go. Time. I'm. I married the wrong twin. Because <laughs> you've been making Think the bread. Think what size you'd be though if you had Lisa's cooking all the time. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, also, guys, if you want to keep something up, it's longevity. So I'm just pacing myself on the skill level. Oh, Anna, you're literally shoving something in a machine that does the job for you. Yeah, but Lisa, it's not cooking. Make this into a big thing. See, when you go into like focaccia, you need to do just the dough and the bread maker, and then you've got to do the rest of it. Yeah, I made a focaccia from hand. I did the focaccia a couple weeks ago myself. Yeah, and it was like freaking cardboard. Yeah, it looked shit. Yeah, it was a fucking frisbee. That was attempt one. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, so Alana, let's not think, slag me off, guys. Okay. okay. Homework this week, Alana, is that you have got. I'll be to in Marbella, make, honey. Don't mind me. Well, you're only in Marbella till Sunday, right? You need to make some bread that isn't just one of your rubbery Italian quick loaves. Does the, does, does the granary flour count? Sort of. I mean, it's a bit dull, but I'll give you that. If you can get that to not come out raw, then you can have a <laughs> raw. Uh, some haggis chocolate. Oh. Um, <laughs> Okay, well then that's that for catch up. I mean, producer Daisy, she made some tahini chocolate chip cookies. Woof! Although, that, although she is off sick, so that could be why oh, she's God, off sick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, listen, where's my tahini chocolate chip cookies? All I've got is undercooked granary loaf. Make your own then. Very London. What do you mean? That that's just shouldn't be the answer. Just make your own. You don't like. You, you don't ask for a builder to build your house, and it's rubbish. And then the builder goes, "Well, make your own then." Like, you're the bread maker. I'm the bread winner. You're the bread maker. 
Oh God, I had the builders ask me this morning about grout, like what colour grout I wanted, right? And you know, you're like, what colours does it come in? I don't know. Grout, it's yeah. not just white. <laughs> it's just like, well, I was what like, is grout can you send me a... It's like in between the tiles and the floors. And I was like... Oh, yeah. I don't mind. You, you pick. And then... Polyfiller. Like, yeah, was like, yeah, well, that's the thing. You've got to get... It's got to match the tiles. So he sent me all... I said, can you send me some pictures? I don't know. Like, what? Um... Yeah, there we go. That's I love the word grouting. I, I think that's one of my favourite yeah. words because it's the most sort of grouting. What are you doing? I said, I'm I'll doing drop some off to you. Um, I, said, I said, don't worry about it. I'll buy some today and I'll pop it into the house. I need to pop in anyway. Um, bearing around the size of me and the oh, waddling. Oh, Lisa. And, and he said, and, and he was like, okay, great, no problem. I need seven and a half kilograms of this one and seven oh and a half kilograms of another. And I was like, yeah, no. y- yeah, I'm, you're going to have to get that. I'll transfer you the cash. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was an aside as we're talking about builders. But just Grouting. Grouting. What's your favourite word? Do write in at shitimarriedatwin at gmail.com. <laughs> um, we've had an email. Whoa, We're athlete. at email number 19. Ooh. Oh, no, this isn't an email. This isn't an email. It's on Instagram. Doesn't oh. count. Doesn't oh. count. Number 20, guys. If you get to number 20, you do win a prize. You can make your, your own mood board. Um, but we still need two more emails. Um, this is from Charlotte. She says, I love the podcast. I binged it in all two days. Do you want the notes for this one or can I read this one out in full? Um, love the podcast. <laughs> binged it all in two days. I'm Scottish, living in England with an English husband. Love the comparisons <laughs> and Scottish isms. Although I felt a traitor that I'd never heard Ipsies for chat. She means Yipsies. Yipsy Yipsies. Uh, I'm only from Fife. Don't, you can't only from five. You're from five. Um, well, thank you very much, Charlotte, for messaging us. Um, yes, it was Yibsy Yabsies. It's probably not even a Scottishism. It's just a U2ism, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's something we say with our Scottish friends, but yeah, it could be friends specific. Um, yeah, interesting that you've married an Englishman. Yes. Um, we were actually, th- Peter and I were thinking that, obviously Peter's Welsh and the baby were born in England. Um, oh, yeah. So... If he wanted to play a sport, he could choose Scotland, England or Wales. Mm-hmm. He could. And there are um, some sports that Scotland are good at. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not bad at the rugby at the minute. Or they've football. Lost, they've lost. They played or once the and lost it. Haven't no, they? they won on Saturday. Did they? Who did or they Sunday? play? Yeah, Who did Tonga. They play? Oh, they beat Tonga, did they? I've got yeah. them in the sweepstake. I need to keep an eye on that. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know if they're doing that well. Being Wales are doing well. I know Wales are doing well. I hate this. Yeah, I like it's like well. when, when I'm watching football and people go, "Ooh, why don't they just kick it and girl and like score more?" Like, and I'm always like, "Shut <laughs> up," you know. But then I am like that with rugby. Um, so good. Well, you know, <laughs> welcome to the shit. I married a twin rugby special. Um, listen, <laughs> there's been more tangents and rabbit warns and Alice fucking Wonderland. Oh my honest. god, she's got the one-liners now. She's the comedian. Um, um, listen, email us, shitimarriedatwin at gmail.com. We've got prizes to be won. Um, There's now, a whole lot of fun. Prizes to be won. won. It's, it's a real wacky, wacky show. show. Yeah. Maybe they should be our goal. guests when Lisa's off. Oh, yeah. Who? Oh, the Funhouse, Funhouse Twins. twins. Oh, they're both There was a newspaper article on them that I always think is quite yeah. cruel. Like, they were young when they did the show. And the newspaper was like, and now one of them works in IT. Like, who cares? Yeah, she's that's got a job. Like, of course, great. great. Good, IT's she's got a stable future, career. Honey. Yeah. AI, that's what you really want. There's a whole lot of fun. Prizes to be won. Um, we've have we got any positive pollies this week? I've got one from last night. 
And I've it, just got one in our group that you just put new air fryer question mark. That oh yeah, that's before. because like I think Alana bought me an air fryer for Father's Day last. Not this, the last one that's just gone. The one before. Don't blame me. Blame Mary, honeys. No, <laughs> but you bought <laughs> the one because it does rotisserie chicken, which is good. Which is it's amazing. Quite a lot of faff. It is amazing. It's just a lot of faff, right? But every recipe that Lisa sends us an air fryer recipe like once a week. Oh my God, have you seen this pasta? It's like crisps. Right, but they've all got the little drawer, <laughs> the little air fryer drawer. We don't have the air fryer drawer. We've basically got another oven that's on the Look, other side. Just, I think we need to... Use your imagination. Just because no, 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 one Alana, that's on TikTok, uh, no, it means no. you can still use it. No, I, I disagree. Can still use it. I think we need to get a new one. We've, we've got a drawer don't in it. Be well, we can't do all the recipes because we don't have we that can't. drawer. It's the same thing. It's just because it's not, it's not the same out. thing. It's not the same thing Things because get ours, caught in the grid. And ours doesn't go to 400 degrees. That How you do those pasta things, you, they go, it goes to 400. Ours goes to 200. Mm. How Brilliant. Do you know? Who made that noise? Are you sure it wasn't 400 Me. Fahrenheit? 200 degrees? That's, that 400 degrees, that's not possible. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you're right. She's uh, right. Yeah, She's right. That's a good point. That could be a good point. <laughs> Come on, your argument's falling on its arse. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, your second anyway, bit of your homework is to make that those pasta crisps this week. Done. <laughs> I'll be a Marbella. Won't be happening. Um, my positive Polly was, so basically like our dog, Pongo, who's the, the other West End star in the house, other than until Alana plays out woods in Legally Blonde, <laughs> um, is that um, he gets up in the middle of the night because he's very old, he's 18, so with a baby that sleeps through and a dog that doesn't, uh, he wakes up at three o'clock for the wee. But the, the good thing is that when I get back really late from performing in Les Miserables, the musical that swept the world in its 39th revolutionary year, um, is that I can let the dog out when I get in and then he doesn't wake up in the middle of the night. But last oh, night, yeah. he did it even before I got back. So Alana had to get up at half 11. And my positive Polly was, I was like, I felt really bad that Alana had been woken up at half 11. But Polly said, at least you don't have to do it, Luke. Um, so <laughs> thanks, Polly, for that. That's my positive Polly this week. I don't know if that... I know, I don't think it works either. (laughs) It would have been a really good positive Polly if you'd stopped that. I was sort of selfish. Took it to the narcissism level and slipped out of Polly. Narcissistic, Natalie. Polly doesn't give narcissist advice. That's her rule. That's her one rule. That's the trouble. I'm friends with narcissistic Natalie. She's far more fun on a night out, honeys. Um, (laughs) She wears lipsy dresses. Uh, Lisa, have you got any positive (laughs) Polly's this week? (laughs) Well, mine's obviously like I've been having quite a lot of meltdowns. Um, Alan and Luke did get. (laughs) I cried so much the other night that Peter just started to ignore my tears uh, and what put Netflix on um, because Brilliant. he was just like, I'm not sure what... I'm no, not te- sure tell everyone the song to- that he sang to you. <laughs> he said, um, I'm greeting for my company, I'm greeting for my friends, I'm greeting for the baby, the greet never ends. Because <laughs> 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 uh, that's a, so- a Coco Melon song that we sing to... Uh, well, it's a thingy. Um, but obviously he'd been trying to console me for a while and was just like a thingy. So then Alana and Luke had to step in and it was just like my red, swollen face going, I've failed at everything. Oh, uh, yeah. But where it, where it um, stemmed from was when I first got pregnant, um, in my true fashion, I set myself a lot of like pretty mad goals to achieve in nine months. So it was like, yeah. you know, close the race, get the hires in, learn to drive, do an interior design course, thingy the whole house, like, do the whole house. Um, it's mad. I was looking back at it and I was like, oh my God. Anyway, I have actually achieved 
a lot of those things. Have you? Um, but what I, but Polly then said, so I was like, oh, failures, I've not done them all, blah, blah, blah. I've still got a couple of models in my tier design course to do, blah, blah. But then Polly was like, as soon as this baby comes, You're not you will not give care yeah. what you achieved in the past nine months because you've got hopefully a, ha- a happy, healthy little boy that's going to completely change your life. You and have I no said, idea what's coming, Lisa McFarlane. I know, I know. You have <laughs> In a no, good way or a bad way? Not in a Both. bad way, in a way that you haven't fathomed. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think you've seen what we've gone through. Not gone through, but as in like you've seen our process. But I do think in mm-hmm. six months' time you're going to go, oh, yeah, I didn't realise actually. <laughs> Like, it's fun. It's a fun journey. And I don't mean it like, you've got no idea, shit, your social life's over, I hope you've enjoyed your sleep. It's not that. It's just, you don't know yet. And I look forward to you in six months' time going, oh, yeah, I think that's what will come. Okay. But it's fun. <laughs> it's, it's ominous. It's, no, it's great. Um, it's great. But yeah, It'll give you the most you, joy you've ever I've had been, in your life, I promise you. I've been keeping Paulie close by. You won't need Polly once that baby's born. Oh, no. You won't need Polly. You can Polly can go on a little sabbatical. Yeah. <laughs> this could be Lisa's last. Week. Oh, it could be your last. Well, it's not your last one, but it might be a no, little but- break. How long a break are you thinking of taking? What is the chat here? I don't actually know. From the podcast, well, I think. As, I mean, as long as he um, a week. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, as long thinking. as he sleeps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could you could, you could yeah. breastfeed whilst doing the podcast. Yeah. There's yeah. not much you couldn't do. Yeah, I, th- I might need some um, interaction. Exactly. I anyway. don't think we'll have a break. I want this in the ward. Push. <laughs> We're <ready> for catch-ups. <laughs> um, um, well, thank you so much, everyone, uh, for listening. Oh, Anna's not done a poly. She's got nothing positive to say. Go on, Alana. You got any positive polys this week? <laughs> Why am I made out to be this negative Nancy? I'm not. Because you made me be out to be a grumpy bastard and I'm not having it. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> stuck in my craw. hear for themselves, hon. Mm. Um, yeah, I was at like a Founders Away Day last week and I w- there was like a chat of like, you know, just sharing scars as founders and stuff and I actually gave out Positive Polly's number so I hope she is did you you know mm. <laughs> oh, Anna's a recruitment agent for Polly now. I know. Taking 20% yeah. commission. Oh, hang on! My phone's ringing. Oh, hang on! It's it's the biggest West End theatre agent in 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 London. Oh no! I've got your audition for Elle Woods. Are you excited? <laughs> um, right. Oh my god! Oh my god! You guys. that is what I would sing, but in tune. Um, thank you so much, everyone. Please do email us. We'll see you again next week. Ta ta, you fuckers. <laughs> bye bye. 